Welcome to the Seasonal Living Mamas podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Claussen, and today I'm going to chat all about how to work out with your menstrual cycle or the lunar cycle. All right, so this was a topic that was requested probably about a year ago, and I finally got around to um, creating a post um, over on social media, and then I wanted to share a little bit more in depth here on the podcast of what it might look like to work out with your menstrual cycle. And I personally wanted to try it for a month before I shared some of my own insights. So let's like break down what this would look like and why you might want to do this. So for my own personal take, um, I've been doing it now for the past month and I love, and I shared this on Instagram as well, Kate Northrop's new do less planner. It's amazing for tracking, um, you know, your own lunar cycle, your menstrual cycle, um, what's going on with your sleep, how your energy is at the end of the day. So you have all this data on yourself. So when you reflect and look back, like, oh, how was I feeling last month um, around the 14th day of my cycle? You can flip back and you can see how you felt. And then you can start to notice some patterns that are emerging. And so for me, especially with the, my Ayurvedic background is like, okay, let's dive into why might I be experiencing this dip um, an energy or why do I feel so wanting to go inwards and journal and be with myself? And I feel more creative certain days where other times of the month, I'm like really, um, you know, fueled with energy and I really want to put stuff out there and I want to go, go, go. And I, I really can start to track that and have some data behind it and look into, okay, well now let's pair my workouts out, you know, pair my workouts up with what's going on with my body. And this is something that it takes work. Like, I'm not going to lie to you and say, oh, it's super easy. No, it definitely takes work. It takes planning because, um, you know, with each, you know, this happens obviously the same time. Usually your cycle is about 28 days. You know, it can be anywhere from, you know, 25 to 32 years is going to vary. But once you have your kind of set rhythm and you kind of know how many days, you know about where in your cycle you have that burst of energy during that ovulation time. And maybe you have that during menstrual time, you have that time of inward, you know, that three to five to seven days, you know, depending on how long, you know, your bleeding time lasts. So all of those can be really fascinating insights onto how you want to run for myself, how I run to run my business and what I want to do during those times, as well as um, what workouts I want to do, what content I want to put out there. Um, because I do feel more out there and I do want to get on Instagram stories more, you know, during the ovulation time and when I have that energy. And um, I do want to go inwards more during, you know, my menstrual cycle and when I'm actually bleeding. So these are little things that you can really start to tune into um, with your body. And if you're thinking, okay, well, I don't bleed or I don't have a natural bleed if you're on birth control, you can use the moon. And so you can use the lunar um, cycle and that can be your guide. And so it can pair nicely with your your menstrual cycle. Now, back in the day, we used to think of um, people, most people bled on the new moon, which is the dark moon. So that's the time when a lot of us went inwards. And that's the time where we did a lot of reflection. That's the time you went to the red tent and everyone bled together. Now, if you blood opposite, so there were some women of the village who blood during the full moon. That was the time that those seers or those were kind of your wise women in the village, they blood during that full moon time. And so they would flip. And so those, you know, maybe three to five women, it wasn't as many, would go into the tent and they would all bleed together. And they might be talking about some higher level stuff in there um, because they can see that's their intuitive time during their during the bleed time. That's when you can kind of really tune into your body and, you know, really be aware of you know, hey, this is what I'm feeling. And um, typically that was going to be true for many people. So that was kind of in the tradition, how it, how it used to be. 
And that can still, that can still happen today. So some people I've had, um, you can actually change your cycle. So you're syncing with the moon. Um, so if you go outside every night, uh, and look at the moon, especially now that we're, you know, coming into the spring season here, um, in the Northern hemisphere, we are going to be able to go outside. We're going to be able to go and sit in the grass, maybe look out, uh, even if you look out the window. Another thing to do would be to put away your phones, computers, and put away all that blue light that might be shining into our eyes and our bodies can't really adjust to what time, you know, what cycle the moon is in because there is not that extra light coming from the moon. You know, it's coming from all of our devices. And so that's why shutting down a few hours before bedtime is helpful. So those are ways that you can kind of sync up with the moon so you can start to maybe notice that each cycle you start to backtrack until you might be bleeding with the new moon um, or vice versa. Some people will just never get there. They always stay on that full moon. And that might be an insight into, you might be a really intuitive person if you're always bleeding during that full moon and maybe you just haven't awakened to that yet or you kind of already knew and that was kind of your nudge like, okay, yeah, I am always on the full moon. So the people who are bleeding opposite like that, so if you're bleeding during that full moon time, I always follow your cycle versus the moon if you are cycling and you have a regular menstrual cycle. So that I would follow that versus the moon. If you are someone who doesn't or is on birth control, or if you're in menopause, you can follow the lunar cycle. And that is your guide of when to work out. Because typically you'll start to notice your energy is shifting when the moon is shifting. During that full moon, typically that's when we have that surge of energy. That's when we feel like we want to put stuff out there. We have that energy to do hardcore workouts. And maybe during that new moon time, that dark moon time, that's the time we want to go inwards. We want to start to tap into our intuition and we want to, you know, see, okay, what, what are my intentions? What are my goals for this next, you know, 28 days? And that's kind of where um, I'm going to start today's conversation from is what, what is this workout going to look like and how can we build, um, you know, from these tips and from these insights that we have innately as women? So during the ovulation or the full moon time, so I'm going to speak towards both. And so you can kind of decide which end you fall on. So the ovulation or full moon time for workouts, again, your energy is going to be the highest at this time of the month. And it's a great time to do those hit workouts, boot camp classes, intense spin classes, intervals, um, the hardcore workout classes that you just love or you love to hate. This, this phase is though shorter. So it's usually only three to five days, like your true ovulation or full moon time is, is a short little window. So that's your time to really hit those workouts hard. And so I've been playing with that. Um, you know, this, this kind of wraps up my full, full cycle of trying it. And I'm now, you know, on my ovulation or full moon time as I'm recording this. And I can tell like my energy for these hardcore workouts all week, I've planned some hardcore workouts and I can feel it. My body can handle it. Like it's craving these harder workouts and it's saying, yes, I can, I can go here. I have the energy to keep this up all week long. And we'll see next week. Next week, we'll see how my energy might dip a little bit. So the next phase then is the luteal phase or the waning moon time. So this is at the start of the luteal phase. Your energy might still be high coming off the ovulation time, but you're slowly going to start to notice it wane as it gets closer to your menstrual cycle. So closer to that new moon time. Um, I found for me, I can usually start the week with my regular workouts, my harder workouts, my heavy strength training. But then as the week goes on, I slowly start to lose that energy and I feel that shift. You know, and so for me, how I adjusted is maybe I'm not lifting quite as heavy of weight. Maybe I'm cutting down instead of doing, 
you know, really intense, you know, hit classes, I might just tone it down a notch. And for me, that just means lifting lighter weight. Now I always, I preface this with, I've been lifting since 16. And so for my body, it is very used to lifting weights and I can tailor my workouts by just toning it down in that regards. If you're new, you might, instead of doing three sets, you might do two sets. You know, if you're doing two sets, maybe you just stick to body weight exercises as you start to lose that energy. This is going to be a little different for everyone. And this is what I'm talking about when I say listening to your body everyone no there's no like one blueprint for us all because we all have different backgrounds we all have different you know things that we love to do so maybe you're a yogi like you're going to go to maybe starting with your vinyasas at the start of the week or your bikrams and your hot yoga but then as the week goes on you might slowly be going to the hatha classes or maybe some yin and restore start to you know wanting to be built in towards the end of that luteal phase now for this one um you know this is your 10 to 14 day window it's a longer phase. So you, for me, again, I'm not, I can't personally only just begin because I've lifted for so long. I do not want to go 10 to 14 days of light or body weight exercises. That just for me doesn't feel great in my body. So I might start to drop down in weights if I do it all, because sometimes I still have the energy during that luteal phase to lift heavy and I will. So this is kind of that, my asterisk as a personal trainer of like, Hey, if you do have some serious goals and some serious, like I'm trying to train to, for weight loss, for instance, or for, um, you know, an event, like if you're doing a competition, like that's just a whole nother training that this is probably not going to be something you would do. But if you are training for weight loss, you'd have to, you know, probably continue to lift a little bit heavy and continue with those hit classes, those boot camp, those high intensity exercises, maybe a little bit longer. Um, but again, if you are coming in and you're really, really tired at the end of this phase, those would be your, Hey, I'm going to take this down just, a, just a notch, you know, and maybe you went to a yoga flow class. So instead of maybe those heavy strength training classes, like a vinyasa, um, class would be a step down potentially, um, rather than those hardcore hit classes. And I say that because again, every instructor is different. Every class is different. Every studio is different. So you kind of have to know, okay, this feels a little bit, um, maybe easier. And that's not a bad thing. Like, I think we have to get away from thinking that an easier workout is not a workout. It is, you know, it just is, where is our body at right now? What could we do to help our body feel the best? And a lot of the times taking it down a notch, you know, those last maybe three to four days of that luteal phase would feel best. And then the next phase that we're coming into is the new moon time. If you're following the moon or the menstrual time. So that's the time to slow down. And usually that your energy is pretty low and you don't feel as talkative or communicative. Um, you, you might feel like, ah, I just, I just feel a little, I want to rest maybe, especially that first day or two, you know, we have a lot going on. Our body is processing and going through just the shift that it does when, you know, we, when we cycle. So it's a great time to do either just completely rest and do nothing or maybe a restorative yoga class, you know, going for a walk outside, um, just something chill, easy, nothing hardcore. Now, if you have a longer menstrual cycle, maybe towards the end, you're not bleeding as heavy. Maybe you do want to go to a lighter yoga class. So maybe you want to start back with those Hatha classes, um, maybe a slower vinyasa flow. Um, that would be something that could be um, great for you. If you have a shorter cycle, you know, really just listen. You know, if you have a short three to maybe five day cycle, you'll kind of know when you start to feel a little bit better, you know, maybe day five of the cycle, you're like, okay, I, I can go back to the gym and I can do maybe not a hit class, but I can do some lifting, you know, on my own. 
So that's what I would recommend there. It's also a great time to focus on body, body part specific. So maybe you have, um, and we all have this, we have an area of our body where we know tones really well or doesn't. So for me, it's always my arms. I have to focus on my triceps in particular, and that is an area that I'll tend to focus on. So maybe towards the end of the, my menstrual phase, I'll just do some heavy tricep exercises and tricep workouts because it's not as hardcore for me um, to do, but it really helps isolate that one part of my body that I always try to do. You know, I have to do two upper body days to every one upper body day to keep my upper body toned, if that makes sense. Some of you might be in reverse. Some of you are like, oh man, I have to do extra leg days because my arms usually stay toned, but my legs don't, whatever that might look like. And if that's kind of the, again, this is the aesthetic part that you're looking for. Um, if that's what you're going for, then that would be a suggestion. All right. Now the last phase, we are into the follicular phase or the waxing moon time. So the energy starts to slowly increase. So you might start to feel a little bit more adventurous and you're wanting to try something new. So cardio, dancing, a yoga flow, strength training for the booty and core, you know, think of a fun flow, creative workout. So as you get closer to that ovulation time, you might start throwing back in those hit workouts to burn off some of that pent up energy that you might have. And this phase can be anywhere from seven to 10 days. And so again, you might be starting into that slow, but keep it fun. Try a new workout class, you know, try something, especially right now, a lot of us are at home, you know, try that dance class that maybe would be enticing that you wouldn't maybe go to in person, but online you're like, Oh, I'm at my house. Nobody can see me, you know, do something fun like that during the start of this phase. And then towards the end, you'll see your energy picking up because you're closer to the ovulation and you'll be able to hit those, um, you know, those hit workouts again, if that's something that you're into. Um, so for me, again, I like the hit workouts. I like the hardcore workouts. I'm have my athlete background. I have my, I'm a Pitta, you know, dosha. So I have all of that competitive fiery, just sitting in me. And so for me, I need to move and I need to make sure I am doing something um, that I can to push myself. Cause there is a, there's a chance of listening to your body, but also making sure that you're pushing yourself when you can. And I just find this guide is a great check-in with myself. And so maybe you just design your own, you know, cycle tracker. And so you pay attention, like you write out day one, day one of your cycle is the first day that you bleed. So I will say that because I know when I first started tracking my cycle, I had to look that up. I didn't know. So I want to make sure I say that because I'm sure other people are like, oh, I don't know what that means either. So day one is that if you are not bleeding and, um, for you, day one is going to be new moon. So the new moon is going to be your day one of your cycle. And so you'll track that all the way through until you get to the full moon time. All right. Or until you get back to the new moon cycle again, I guess that would be the proper way. So like, um, March, Oh, I think it was March 23rd. I'm just guessing I'd have to look at my calendar, but that would be like your day one. Cause that was new moon in March. And then April, the next new moon would be 22nd. That would be day one again. So March, April 21st would be day 28 or 29. I'd have to count, but you get the picture. So that's if you're tracking with the lunar or with the moon. All right. So those are the two different ways. And I definitely will say from personal experience, um, it, it does take work, but if you do track this and if you're paying attention and you just make little notes on yourself and notice how you're feeling, um, I think that's the biggest feedback is does this work for, for you and, um, where you are in your life? And maybe you have more time right now. Maybe you don't again, everyone's 
spot where they're at right now is different because some people are, you know, at home more and they have more free time, whereas others are at home, but they are swamped. You know, they have kiddo duty, they're still working, they're managing house. Um, it's just a lot in their plate. Well, other people are still going into work. So this is going to be either a great time for you to start tracking, or maybe you want to come back to this or circle back to this, you know, in a few months. So that's what I have for you. And it's really all about listening to your body. So really, you know, at the end of the day, tuning in what works best for you, how do you feel? And just again, being the best detective you can be on yourself, taking notes, the more information you have on yourself, the better you will be able to put yourself together. You know, not even, you don't even write your program, but you'll understand, oh yeah, this, these are the days that I really like to do those hardcore workouts. And you might do that. All right. So thank you all so much. Um, I'm actually going to be putting together and well, you will be the first to hear this because I haven't even announced this yet, but I'm going to be putting together kind of, it's called hustle muscle and flow. And that is the name of my, it's going to be, I'm thinking it's going to be a membership. I'm not sure. Um, or it's just going to be a three month window of working out with your cycle. Cause I do want to teach this and I want people to understand what it might look like. And I just, am going to design the workouts for, you know, every, every phase of your cycle or every phase with the moon. Um, so again, this is for anyone who really wants to just kind of connect in with themselves. And, um, you know, I, I can't wait for this program because I've had people asking for it. And so I have decided, um, you know, I guess now, why not now, you know, I have some time to create it. And so I'll be working on that. If you want more information on that, definitely, um, head over to my website and my, my new website, slash my old website is it's back to andreaclawson.com. Everything's going to be housed under that website. It's still my brand new website. It's super cool. Check that out if you haven't. Um, but yeah, you can definitely get information there on the homepage and get on the wait list if you're interested in this. Cause I think I'm going to do a beta test round so people can kind of feel what it, what it feels like to work out, you know, with your cycle and with your body. All right. Thank you all so much and go out there and spread your peaceful power.